0: All right, welcome in. This is going to be posted Saturday morning. We're working triple overtime here on a Friday, giving you uh, some solid action here on Corbett's. Matt Cruz and I'm Dylan Corbett. Uh, We've got some Saturday action. We want to record this on Friday so we can – because obviously there's so much early morning soccer – Uh, there's early morning college football late night college football so we want to just get our plays out there lines are all out there so we took some time to cap here during the afternoon on this Friday Uh, so we'll dive right into it we will start with college football Uh, I'm just briefly going to run through some of these I've got Boston College I talked about on Corbett's Corner uh, plus 14 and a half and I forgot Matt's got something to address it's very serious Uh, Matt what do you got
1: I got I gotta get this off my chest so I'm wearing a Theo's League t-shirt that I got like four years ago when the Cubs started to dominate the NL Central. It's time to retire it. They're done. Blow it up. Nobody has answers. They've gone through a whole coaching staff, a different hitting coach every year. It's the same group of guys. They're broken in September and October. It's a sad, sad day.
0: Yeah, it was tough. Uh, Certainly, we knew Sixto Sanchez was going to be good, but – Um, boy, the Cubs, you, you've been highlighting it all week, how they've been, uh, you know, just not the same. You, you came up with that stat that everyone's making the retweet on Twitter that, uh, since the world series, uh, that core has just been so bad with so many strikeouts Add 10, add another all
1: for 10 on there today.
0: <laughs> right. I, 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 was, I used to get worried. Remember like Schwarber, whenever he would come up against the Cardinals in the big spot, he was going yard. He was putting it on top of the scoreboard. Now all of a sudden the Marlins are, you know, you got Garrett Cooper oozing confidence over guys like Contreras, who's a fiery guy. What was going on there first? Let's quickly address it. So he leaned into a pitch and then they called it back and then what, he just beamed it? Sorry, I must have missed him.
1: No, that I mean, they said he leaned into it. I thought it was a pretty BS call. Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting because yeah, so I thought Yimi
0: yeah. Garcia definitely was like, okay, you, you know, and maybe he just was. It was a slider, right. obviously, so it had some spin. Yeah. And the next one, he's like, and, "All right, you want you want first base? Here's a fastball." <laughs> right well, off. no,
1: so it wasn't the it wasn't the pitch directly after the pitch after Contreras okay. did something that Garcia didn't like, and they started chirping at each other. And then he drilled him with the third pitch. But he, like, was super wild the next three hitters. So, honestly, it was like we don't think he knew where – I don't think he knew where it was going. So, I, I don't think he meant to do it. You right. know not put the tying run at the plate just out of – It's like – so, I thought nothing of that. Uh, but, no, it's – I mean, it's the same offense that put up a four spot or a five spot in the ninth inning against uh, San Fran to win the divisional right. series in 2016. I mean, so, you know, like, that come back with plenty of offense against Cleveland it's the same five six seven guys have been in there with a little uh his production I know he hasn't done much in St. Louis they never address his production and it's this or that and it's done man but yeah all right let's get to our action today i got that yeah. off my chest i feel good
0: <laughs> yeah there you go so it's tough cubs are out we're recording this uh right as the first pitch of the cardinals game is going on so we're hoping for happier times here and let's make some money coming up on uh this college football saturday so this is dropping in the morning uh, again i picked bc plus 14 and a half talked about that in corbett's corner you can uh Find the analysis there. I'm fading Duke uh, for the second straight week. I don't think Duke is very good. I'll take Virginia Tech minus 12 and a half. Um, and then my third play, this is uh, getting into the evening. I was on Auburn against Kentucky. Uh, I'll take the hook here plus seven and a half. I know they're at Georgia. It's going to be a great game. Um, but I'll take Auburn there. I think they can win that outright. But I'll take the hook there at plus seven and a half. Uh, Matt, how are you seeing this college football slate?
1: uh so speaking in uk i was on them last week both money line and points they uh let play terrible in the fourth quarter let it slip away but they were a couple calls away a couple just bad decisions away there was a terrible call in the end of the second half the guy was all the way across the goal line with the touchdown they roll him down and then they throw a pick the next play Completely different game. Anyway, I'm going back to the well again. I think they're a very good football team still. I have them minus seven over Ole Miss. Ole Miss gave up 613 – or Ole Miss had 613 total yards of offense last week and lost because they gave up 642 and 51 points. I think Kentucky is much better defensively than Florida. And they bounce back nicely.
0: That's good stuff. Uh, Speaking of bounce backs, potentially for the defending state champs uh, with LSU, I've actually, so we were both on Mississippi state, I believe it was last week. So I'm going to go back to the well potentially with fading them. I'm going to take Vanderbilt plus 21 Vanderbilt kind of lost in the weekend last week was them hanging tough with Texas A&M, a pretty solid offense, uh, maybe Texas A&M has more question marks than people initially thought, but Vanderbilt played some defense. LSU did not against Mississippi State. That was a big slugfest. So I'll, I'll take Vanderbilt getting three scores here, plus twenty-one. Uh, I'm going to take how about Clemson? They're two and zero so far. They're zero and two against the number. Uh, UVA getting four scores in the hook, plus twenty-eight and a half. I'll take Virginia. And then lastly, this line's a joke. I know Oklahoma lost to uh, Kansas State that is minus seven and a half against Iowa state, please come on. Thank you. Thank you for knocking that line down. I'm all over Oklahoma in there and that wraps up my college football weekend.
1: Um, okay. I'm going to stick with you in the big 12 and I like, where is it? Jesus. Oh, over 63 and a half in Texas TCU. Both of these teams gave up a gazillion points last week and they also both scored a lot. Uh, No defense in the Big 12. Everyone knows it. Horned big, a lot of points, over 63 and a half.
0: Yeah, and over in the Big 12, certainly a nice play there. Uh, Early morning soccer, something you can wake up to, maybe some cash, maybe some misery. So uh, uh, Matt and I are fans of European soccer, so I've got a Bundesliga play here. I'm on Hoffenheim. I thought about the money line. I found a line on my book that was pick plus money, so I've got them uh, plus 105 Hoffenheim. Uh, on the road there uh let's see MLS I've got Orlando City don't feel great about it but I've hit Orlando City a bunch I haven't been great at the MLS but when I have it's been Orlando City um and let's see I lost my train of thought I got one more but what do you have so far on the pitch
1: on the pitch starting in the EPL Man City and Leeds over three and a half Uh, uh,
0: how about league so for the for the uninitiated this team is in the EPL now and they're they're like playing really well right
1: playing well and scoring a lot of goals they won their last game 1-0 but before that their two games had seven combined goals they lost to Liverpool 4-3 in the beginning of the game everyone was like okay uh City's also had two very high scoring games so we're there also an EPL, Everton and Brighton, over two and a half like that. Both teams – Brighton's a solid team. Expect them to uh, beat some better – you know, some top six teams, steal some points here and there, and then take care of business most of the time And the lower half. Everton's also very good. These are two teams I've finished top ten for sure. So good competitive match to one finish. It could honestly go either way. And last, going over to Serie A. Serie A. <laughs> Uh, Sassuolo minus one and a quarter over Cretone Uh, Sassuolo plays a very attacking brand of football they score goals in a hurry Uh, I think they route the other side here
0: I was looking long and hard at that. Uh, I got burned. We both did, right, by the Serie A game today. Fiorentina I uh, was watching the last, I think, 20 minutes or so. They they tied it. I thought maybe we could squeak out a win there, but then they conceded a goal ended up losing that outright. So we got burned there. Uh, I'm going to stick with one more juicy play uh, to wrap up my soccer. It's Atletico Madrid minus 155. I was 2-0 and against La Liga, betting two heavy juice plays uh, two days ago. So I'll go back to the well there with La Liga. Um, All and right. yeah, so I, I'm gonna go there minus 155, and then we've got horse racing too, it's the Preakness Stakes, so that's something we both Matt and I got into here during the uh pandemic, obviously. Uh, Kentucky Derby, I won a lot of money on an early pick five, so before we get to Kentucky Derby, Matt's got two plays. I got a late pick six for real cheap money that I recommend you getting involved in. Um, I have a UFC play. Not too many people are probably watching it. I might just watch the one fight. It's the headliner. It's just the UFC fight night. It's not like the main title fights or anything. But uh, it's Holly Holm, a familiar name, who took down Ronda Rousey, of course. She's mo- only minus 120. She's 13-5 and five in her MMA career. Her opponent's 12-5. and five. I think Holly Holm's the headliner for a reason, so I'll take her there to re- a relatively cheap line. Um, and then, Matt, who did you have two plays for the Preakness Stakes?
1: One in the Preakness sticks, one in another. I'll start with uh the Preakness. I like Thousand Words here. Uh he is or she's and I truly don't know. Is in the fifth post. Uh open at a six to one morning line. Has run very well this year. Um has Florent Giroux on the saddle. Like him a lot. Um I obviously think Authentic has a very good chance to win with Johnny Velasquez on the saddle. Uh, and then Art Collector would be my third pick there if I'm going to play a Tri Box or anything like that. But before the Preakness, the one, the pick that I actually love tomorrow, Race Seven, the Frank J. DeFrancy Memorial Dash Stakes. That's Andeskog in the fifth post. He's run one time in 2020. And absolutely smoked the field. He had a 5-2 to two morning line. I think it's an absolute lock.
0: I'm sorry, you glitched out there for a second. Did you say in race 7 you had the 5-horse, right?
1: Yes, the 5-horse Landeskog. I don't know what cut out. Landis yeah, five, sorry. I, I think my five, internet connection's
0: a little bit unstable, but I got it. So you're on the five there. That's your race seven pick, and then you also we got your uh Preakness stakes there as well. So I had a pick six. It's the late pick five. Gotcha. So I had a. Uh, I looked at the early pick five. I ended up going with the late pick six. Um, so I just, so I ended up, so this is interesting, right? You can pick more horses and it's more money. Um, these are obviously big, uh, pots that you can win. So I ended up, uh, singling actually the first two legs. Uh, I went with the Brad Cox horses. I'm on your horse in race seven, number five, uh, picked four horses in leg three, race eight, uh, leg four. I also went with four horses. I singled race 10 another brad cox horse the five horse so fives are wild i guess and then lastly i just said hey i've got some money um i went for six horses in the final race race 11 so 50 cent pick six tickets just 48 bucks um i think well worth it it could lose the first race but i'm on the heavy favorite um in the first two and i think it's going to be fun to be keeping an eye on that on saturday let's
1: maybe split a ticket
0: yeah, that's what I was, yeah, I was thinking, let's, exactly, I was actually thinking that all fair, we should do that, um, I just was shocked at how cheap this was, so I was like, let's go, but yeah, that's the beauty, is we should add, definitely, in case there is a dark horse coming back, uh, he's Matt Kruzan, I'm Dylan Corbett, this is Corbett's an extensive coverage of this, um, because we've got a big sports weekend, it's the Preakness, uh, soccer's in full swing, and college football's in full swing as well, we're not even at the Big Ten, um, so keep in touch with our plays, uh, college football, we're about to have a big week, Uh, hit subscribe. We enjoy it. Uh, Thanks for listening and watching and uh, keep it locked here on Corvettes.